For those of you who do not know me, my name is Wes Hodgson, and I have the privilege of being a part of the staff team here at Ebenezer. And so a Happy New Year's to you all, whether you're joining us in person or you're joining us online. It is so good to be together. You know, the new year always brings with it a flurry of change. Uh, It's a time for New Year's resolutions and new beginnings. It's a time where the world around us always aspires to be better, to do better, and to eat less chocolate. Um, Ironically, Valentine's Day supplies are already out in many of the stores, so we're all going to need some luck with that. But as a culture, we are always in a rush. We are busily moving from one new thing to the next. And that's why this morning as a staff, we decided that it was important that as we enter into a new year, We felt it was necessary to slow down, to pause a bit, and to dedicate this service to God in a posture of prayer and seeking God's space for his ways and his will for us as a community as we enter into a new year. So for our time together this morning, we're going to have some formal times of prayer. And we're going to focus in on two specific areas this morning. The first area is going to be a time of prayerful reflection as we look back on all that has happened in 2023. We want to look back prayerfully and ask God, what did you teach me this past year? What are some of the great things that God allowed us to experience? And even what were some of the painful things that God allowed us to walk through? We want to first take time to personally and prayerfully look back on 2023. And then from there, we're going to move into a more corporate time of prayer for our church family and ask the question, God, where are you leading us in 2024? What is your will for us as a church family? And how do we need to move forward in faith into all that you have for us? And so for that time, I'll give you a little bit more of instruction but you should notice in the seat pocket ahead of you that there is a prayer card. Now, this is designed for you and for this service. And so if you would like to take one of those cards, feel free. You are more than welcome to use them. As, you are, as we're moving into this first prayer section, if there's anything that you're noticing as you're reflecting back and thinking about 2023, anything you would like to jot down or just make some notes of, That's there for you to use, and we would encourage you to do that. And then in a little bit, I'll move us into our second prayer time. But with that said, let me just pray as we move into our first prayer focus. I would just ask if you would pray with me now. Lord Jesus, we come before you humbly and gratefully. God, we are so thankful that you, the God of the universe, you invite us to come boldly before your throne of grace and to find mercy and grace in our time of need. God, thank you so much that we have the privilege and the opportunity of lifting up our prayers, our thanks, our thankfulness, and the things that are on our minds and hearts. Thank you so much, God, that you really invite us to do this. And so we come gratefully and we come expectantly. Holy Spirit, I ask and pray that you will guide our time now as we reflect back on 2023 and as we pray ahead 
into 2024. Holy Spirit, would you guide our thoughts? Would you guide our hearts and lead us into the fullness of your presence? I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to release you now for a few minutes and you can take some time to simply prayerfully reflect on 2023. What are some things that the Lord was teaching you? What do you have to be grateful for? What were some challenges or trials that you walked through? And just bring those before the Lord as he brings them to your memory. And then after this time is closed, I'll come lead us into our next time. So I release you now for a few minutes to do that. Thank you for all the ways in which you have been so faithful. Even as we sang this morning, great is thy faithfulness. Thank you for the ways in which you've heard and answered prayer. God, thank you for the ways in which you have been so gracious and kind. Also for the trials and the challenges that we've had to walk through this past year. We thank you for those as well. We thank you, God, that you refine us in those times. Thank you that you reveal your nearness to us in our pain and in our grief, that you reveal to us no other way. And so we look back with gratitude and joy in all that you have done in 2023. And it's with that hope and that faith that we look forward to your hand continuing to guide us in 2024. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So for our next prayer focus now, we want to look ahead and pray for God's will to be done in the life of our church family. The church does not run on the skill, on the vision of its leaders. And while those things are vitally important, God's mission and his kingdom advances through the prayers of its people. Ebenezer Baptist Church will not accomplish God's will in 2024 outside of the leading and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. We need the power, we need the presence, we need the leading of God's Spirit if we are going to fulfill and walk in all that God has for us this upcoming year. And for that, we as a church family, we need to be in a continual state of prayer, seeking God's face, desiring to know him, and then by faith walking in step with his leading. And so for this time, I would ask that if you are comfortable to perhaps gather with a few other people in your row or with people around you, and please begin to pray for God's will to be done and his kingdom to come here in the midst of our church this year. 
And as you are praying, if you sense that God is saying anything to you, again, if you get any prompts or any words or any overall sense of, I'd like to maybe share this with someone, again, that prayer card is there. And if you would like to jot anything down, uh, again, maybe a word or a phrase or a picture is coming to your mind that you sense maybe from the Holy Spirit. Just jot that down. And at the back of, uh, as we leave the worship center, we have a couple of black boxes there that, are, that say benevolence on them. You can feel free to tear off the bottom of this card and just drop it into that benevolence box. And we as a staff team, we would love to be able to read over those and hear what God is saying to you as we think about where, where is God leading and taking us in 2024. And so I'm going to release you to do that in a moment. I understand that maybe for some of you, praying out loud with other people feels a little bit uncomfortable or intimidating. Just know no one's going to force you to do something that you uh, don't feel comfortable doing. That's completely okay. But I do want to encourage us as a body today, let's take some time with those around us and pray out loud with them. There is a tremendous amount of joy and unity that we receive when we pray out loud with those around us. And so if you'd like to gather with someone in your row or turn around to a few people behind you and gather in some smaller groups, you're more than welcome to do that. And then I'll come up in a bit to close our time. But I have a few prayer prompts as well behind here. So if you're stuck or not sure how to exactly to pray, uh, you can use those to guide you as well. So I'm going to release you to do that and then I'll come close in just a bit. God, we thank you once again for the freedom and the joy to be able to come boldly into your presence knowing that you hear these prayers, you hear these cries. Thank you, God, for the prayers of, of your people. Lord, you say in your word in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, you say this, and I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, a spirit of grace and supplication. Father, I ask that you will pour out on this church family a spirit of grace and supplication. God, may there be a grace put upon us in this new season of, of prayer, of intercession, of a willingness and a desire to cry out to you, God. I pray that you would, you would stir up longings and burdens within our hearts that only you can meet and that we would go to the place of prayer. Father, that we would not be conformed to the patterns of this world and given to distractions of all kinds, but that, Lord, that we would give ourselves in the place of prayer 
to see your kingdom come and to see your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in our midst, God. Would you pour out your spirit and may it be a spirit of grace and supplication upon this church family. And in that next passage, in the same verse, you say, Then they will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child. God, we are now going to move into a time of communion. And I pray to you, Lord Jesus, that as we move into this time where we remember your, your death and all that you have accomplished for us, God, thank you for all that you have done. I pray that you will prepare our hearts and minds to receive this great gift of communion. We ask you all, all of this, we ask in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're now going to move into a time where we participate in communion together. And I'm going to ask as well, if anyone has not received uh, communion elements, Thank you, worship team. You can come forward. You, you read my mind. Thank you. <laughs> if you have not received communion elements, if you would be willing to just raise your hand and we would love to be able to uh, get that for you. So there's a number of people who don't have it. And so um, if we're able to help help our people out with that, I'm just going to prepare mine here for a moment. So thank you. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, he has this very, very beautiful line. I believe it's in the book of 1 Corinthians where he says that when we practice communion, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And there's this beautiful picture when we take communion. And when we take communion, we understand that we are remembering something. We are remembering the agonizing death of Jesus to pay the penalty for our sins to reconcile us to a holy God. And it's an act of remembering all that he has done in our place for our sins. But it is also an act of where we look ahead. It's also something that we do not just to look back, but it's something that we do to look ahead, where he says, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. In taking communion, we are remembering that our lives are rooted in the hope of the gospel. We live in this in-between period where the kingdom of God has already come, but it is not fully here yet. And so we take communion both as an act of remembrance, but also looking forward to the day where God reconciles all things to himself and where he makes all things right again. So I would encourage you, if you have your elements, please take it with me. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread with his disciples and he broke it, giving it to them and saying, Take this and eat, for this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me, the body of Christ broken for us. Let's partake together. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take this and drink for this is the blood of the new, which this is the cup of the new covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sins in my blood. 
the body of the blood of Christ shed for us. Let's partake together. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your broken body. We thank you for your shed blood on our behalf. Thank you that you have made a way simply through faith and trusting in you that we can be reconciled and reunited to a holy and wonderful God. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your cleansing. And thank you for the hope that we have in you. No matter what 2023 has looked like for us, God, whether it has been a year of great encouragement and blessing, or maybe it has been a year of discouragement and loss, wherever we are at, I thank you, God, that we can put our hope firmly in you. Thank you for your death. Thank you for your resurrection. We choose to build our lives on you. And we give you thanks and praise. In Christ's good name, we ask these things. Amen. Thank you.